If you want guests to visit your physical locations more often, you need to get to know them better, and that starts with understanding their behaviors. That's where Adentro can help. Adentro is the only marketing solution that pairs with your in-store Wi-Fi, allowing you to record visits for each of your guests and use those insights to drive and measure marketing performance. How did Smoothie King convince franchisees to go along with a complete menu overhaul? And how did customers react? Hello, this is Jonathan Mays, Editor-in-Chief of Restaurant Business. And in this week's episode of A Deeper Dive, I speak with Juan Kim, the CEO and owner of the Texas-based Smoothie King brand. Juan was a franchisee of the brand in South Korea before he bought the company and moved to the United States. Smoothie King has been one of the country's fastest-growing restaurant chains, and smoothies are increasingly popular among consumers. The brand sales grew 25% last year alone, and we give you some more growth numbers in the episode. We talk with Juan about a wide range of topics, including the smoothie business, the impact of McDonald's on the company, and where the brand is headed. But we were particularly interested in the story he told us about the company's decision to overhaul its ingredients a few years ago and cut back on sugar, and how both franchisees reacted to the move as well as its customers. It's an interesting conversation with the owner of one of the fastest growing chains in the United States. So please have a listen. All right. I'm here with Juan Kim. Juan, welcome to the podcast, sir. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, tell me what's going on at Smoothie King. Wow. A lot. <laughs> so uh, uh, let me just begin with uh, who I am. Uh, I started as a franchisee back in, in 2003 and I entered the system as a franchisee. And uh, our mission has been always same, and I loved it from the beginning. It is uh, inspire people to live a healthy and active lifestyle. And when you actually think about, I mean, you know, you got to really embrace your mission. It's not something that you actually put it in the world. So I, uh, as a franchisee, I always thought about, and at that time I was really young. I was probably 30 years old. And when you are 30 and you start to embrace the mission, it really becomes your mission, right? And it did. Uh, that mission became my mission. And as a franchisee, I started to build a store uh, in South Korea. That's where I'm from. And I, in the in first four years, it was really difficult. Oh my God, I probably spent... 100 to 120 hours of work time and one time my wife actually told me are you working really hard because i was never home that's how much i worked hard and uh, uh about four years uh we worked so hard and actually one episode uh, i was uh, uh trying to meet my uh, marketing agency and we still couldn't find any time and i finally said why don't we meet at one o'clock in the morning and then we finished our meeting around 4 30 and then I uh, went back to uh, open a store. So, you know, as a franchisee, that's what you get. And thank God, after four years, it paid out. And I was able to start to open a lot of stores. And I ended up opening about 100 locations by uh, 2009. So six, seven years, uh, it was a heck of journey. And I did not want to change my mission because the company's mission became my mission. And I was thinking, what should I do? Because market got saturated. So uh, I was able to buy actually the whole brand back in, in 2012. The founder and uh, the owner of the brand back then, I was asking nicely that I really want to continue my journey and whether he was uh, he could see uh, me as a successor, and he did. 
and I was able to close the deal. And then I moved all of my family to uh, New Orleans, which is a very unique and interesting city. Uh, that's actually where Smoothie King was founded in 1973. And uh, 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 we lived down there for seven years. And I was able to move the office, uh, our home office from New Orleans to Dallas. And here we are. I'm in Dallas right now. So that is my journey. And I've been a CEO of Smoothie King for past 10 years. And what's interesting is after uh, believing in the mission uh, and after acquiring this company, we had a lot of things that I really do, I really thought that we should go back to our uh, pure DNA. And that's why I spent a lot of time with uh, our founder, uh, try to learn what our true DNA is, because as a new brand owner, I don't think I could, I, I don't want to change our DNA, uh, or I don't think I can change our DNA, right? DNA is something that, that we are born with and we should truly uh, embrace with. So I started to learn what our DNA was. And actually our founder said one time, you know what, interestingly, he's the guy who actually created this whole concept. He actually named this product as a smoothie. So that makes our brand as an original brand in this category. He said, he wanted to cure his own allergy. So I was trying to mix fruits and veggie uh, with some nutrition to see whether it was helping my allergies. And then, oh, wow, I said, that's interesting because a lot of people who found some different type of products on restaurant sector, it's always about the flavor. It's not about like, you know, you want to cure things because it, this is not medicine. And he goes, right? I always think of the purposes and then think of how I can make it really delicious. So it was always about the purpose, not the flavor. And I really thought that is true of our DNA. And so going back, uh, uh, you know, sticking with our mission, we really thought about based on that DNA, what should be our vision? And we came out with a vision of, we want to become an integral part of every health and fitness journey. It doesn't sound like restaurant company. We believe to, we, we can continue on a lot of things to achieve our vision so that as a restaurant brand, we want to become the first restaurant brand who become the health and fitness brand. That's what our vision is. And there are a lot of things we have uh, changed or evolved from where we were back in, in 2012. So we started to, uh, uh, based on this mission and vision, we start we started to change a lot of things, our logo, store design, and even our menu. So literally, uh, uh, we changed our logo, we changed our store design, and in 2016, we kicked out the project called Cream Blends, and then literally, we removed anything bad in our ingredients. And then also, we said, you know what? Smoothies became very sugarly drink, but it wasn't like that back in, in 1973 when we actually started. So we said, you know what? We should start to remove sugars. So about 70% of, of our products, 70% of our smoothies do not have any added sugar, where all of our competitors, you can probably find either one or nothing on their menu board without added sugar. So that was also a big project. So we took care of our added sugar, and then we got rid of a lot of artificial things. So we do not use any artificial flavor, preservative, or colors. 
and we do not use any GMO fruits. And then all of our veggies are 100% organic. And literally four years doing this project, we had to change every single ingredient that we had at the bar. It was very intensive work. And I don't know how many brands were able to do this in our restaurant industry. So that has been done. And it's all based on our vision. Because Jonathan, I want you to think of this way. When Smoothie King become your integral part of every health and fitness journey, but of course your health and fitness journey, not only everybody has the uh, everybody has different journey, but also your journey keep change, right? I mean, during COVID, I'm sure your health and fitness journey was very different than 2022s. So the point is, we do not judge or define your health and fitness journey, but we want to make sure that we keep evolving so that we know when you want to lose five pounds or when you decide to uh, go, go back to the gym or simply you just want to eat better food. We have many, many different products that can help you to stay on health and fitness journey. And when you actually look at our menu boards now, a lot of smoothies are not really designed after the flavor. So just think about one of the products that we have on the fitness is called the high intensity workout smoothie. We designed the products to make sure that, you know, there are a lot of people now who go to a Soul Cycle, Orange Theory, and CrossFit. Those are all high intensity workout smoothies. So we designed these products with a, a, a brand called uh, Fit Aid. So the point is, when you actually think about these products, you cannot really imagine the flavor, but you know what these products do. Once again, we want to become a health and fitness brand, and we this is our vision, and there are a lot of things that we have evolved based on our vision. Mm -hmm. So a lot to unpack there. So I want to go back. You said that you like changed every single ingredient on we your did. menu. Yep. And how did you convince franchisees to do that? Like, how did you say, hey, look, uh, yeah, uh, guys, we're going to change everything. So uh, not kidding. Uh, actually, a few franchises, even uh, uh, they said, uh, uh, we know where you live. We know where <laughs> your kids go to school. I am not kidding. And I mean, it was very bad. We had actually, I don't know. I cannot really name how many, but obviously most didn't want to do this. But then at the same time, I had to really convince them the world is evolving. If we don't evolve, if we don't change, we are not going to be able to achieve our vision. And we all agreed that our vision is great. We all agreed, whether you like it or not, on people's health and fitness journey, we want to make sure that we give them option to, because we do not judge on their uh, health and fitness journey, but we know consumers, actually customers are demanding this new change, right? People don't wanna have lots of sugars. So the point I'm trying to make is at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, this is the movement and we need to be relevant. And they they uh, they obviously, uh, you got them on board enough. Um, so let me, I'm gonna, I took a look. So you did this, what, what year did you do this again? 2016 to 2019, it took four right. years. Okay, so in 2000, like, so your total system sales, I guess this is according yep. to economics, which I got uh, mm -hmm. in front of me, 
Yep. 72% since then. And then total global unit count up like 60%. Um, That's right. And now you're over a thousand units in the United States and over 13, well, close to 1400 units at this particular point now mm -hmm. globally. So, I mean, it must have, must have worked pretty well for you. I think at the end of the day, we lost a lot of uh, franchises who didn't believe what we were doing. But at the same time, we started to attract a lot of different type of people who believe this is the right movement, this is the right thing to do, and they believe, yes, I can get behind this, right? And we got a lot of those people. And then also, we lost a lot of our legacy guests people who used to come in and they wanted to have some sugar. But we also were able to attract a lot of new people who believe, yes, I can lose my weight. Oh, I yes, after my workout, this is the product that I want to have. So yes and no, you're right. Obviously, it is very successful and we've been in this very successful journey. But we also had to go through a lot of changes, not only in our customer segmentation, but also our franchises are, are set because you, you you can imagine. I mean, there are always people who do not want the changes and that's okay for me as long as they understand if we want to achieve our vision and we need to keep evolving and if you don't want to be here, that's okay. You need to move out. Mm -hmm. So what did you do with the franchisees that didn't didn't want to go with it? Did you acquire some stores? I mean, I noticed that you've had you've you've acquired some company units in the years since. So yes, we uh, we did both. So we acquired some of stores as a as a company on stores, and then also there were people who wanted to buy them out because they believed we are going to get really better after this project, and a few franchisees stepped up and they started to acquire those. So now, now you, but you must have saw some real good reason, finance, like real. You, I mean, I guess that one of the things, one of the things that I've said over time, like, is is a company that can convince consumers, or realistically, be that their food is both a really good, tastes good, because that's number one, hundred percent, always. But if it tastes good, if it's good for you, that's kind of. That's like the holy grail, and very few restaurant companies truly reach that in the customer's mind, at least. So you must have seen. I mean, you must have said, "Hey, look, we've got to we've got to make sure that we're healthy, and then, but also really good at the same time." So we are not trying to convince people. We believe customers, our guests, should be able to choose what they want. And in other words, are we giving options to our guests? A lot of brands, in my opinion, I don't think they are able to give people the options. What I'm trying to tell you is, yes, right now at Smoothie King, if you want to be extremely healthy, yes, you can. If you also want still sugarly drink, yes, we'll add sugar for you. The point is, it is totally up to you, but we can assure you that we can actually give you the variety of options so that you can achieve your goal. Mm -hmm. So I can still get my like mango strawberry smoothie loaded with sugar. Yes. If you want to, yes, we'll make one for you. hundred percent. All right. Okay. And because what we learned during the four years is that 
we do not define what health is for you. Mm-hmm. You have your own definition, right? But we are here to accommodate whatever your needs are. But we can assure you, if you want to become extra healthy, yes, our products do meet those criterias. And at the same time, we want to make sure that those products are delicious because you're, you're right. Some of the very healthy, healthy products, they are not delicious. But our products are. And we really wanted to make sure that. Mm-hmm. But you but but you admit you lost some customers in the process. And that must because have been in the, really because in the beginning we made a mistake of telling them this is good for you and you should have this. And then okay. we learned quickly that we cannot really convince or force them to be healthy. So you told them, you told your customers, hey, this is good for you. So in the beginning, in that four years, we thought that we should be able to take out the sugar from every product that we sell. That's why we tried. And then suddenly we learned, some people are saying, "What? who the heck are you, right? Why are you telling me when I want to have sugar, I cannot? Right. And then all of a sudden we learned, yes, they are right. I mean, we do not judge health and your own health and fitness journey. So we should really think about, are we really trying to force them what healthy products are? And we should never do that. That's what we learned. Hmm. So when did you go back to putting sugar in? So one good thing, though, we didn't really test this in the entire system. So we chose actually the market uh, here in Dallas, and we just experimented a lot of different things here and there. And then we learned a lot and we were able to actually change uh, pretty quickly in this market. Okay, so, all right, so you're talking about a test. So in Dallas, so this is fascinating to me. So in Dallas, you change, you you said, all right, we are going to remove all sugars from all of our right. smoothies, but this was a test. Mm-hmm. And then you told, hey, we're going full health. Yep, we hired like, bag a little bit. Whoa, don't make my smoothies healthy. Yep. I don't want that because I still want some, or you had a a number of customers that really still wanted their sugar. It's not about how many people uh, wanted that back. It was really about the learning of, you just cannot force everyone into one basket. Sure, yeah. I mean, some people, you know, I mean, I I don't know. You know, I mean, I. I mean, I don't know. Some people still, I don't know. I mean, I, I frankly, you know, certainly love my sugar on occasion as well. Sure. And, and, um, you know, sometimes you want something that's more of a treat than you oh, do. In yeah. fact, when I go out to restaurants, you know, like my view on restaurant, how I eat at a restaurant personally is actually very different from how I eat at home most of the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. And, yeah. You know, and a lot of times, like if I'm going to a restaurant, that's kind of a good time. And even, you know, Smoothie King is, you know, still kind of a treat for people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's why uh, we really are not going to force people to be in one basket. And we also laid out our menus in five categories now. So get energy, uh, fitness, uh, beware, uh, and manage weight. And the the, the last thing is uh, a treat. Mm-hmm. So since you bought, uh, since you bought Smoothie King, mm-hmm. like your total system sales are up almost three hundred percent over that. I think it's almost four times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
you know, uh, total global unit count up like 166%. I, I went and just threw up the numbers well, uh, before we started today. So I'm prepared for this particular interview. I mean, like, it seems like, and you're pretty much all smoothies. I mean, your your menu doesn't really include anything else. 100%. Hey, well, okay, so first up, before I ask the question of the growth, like, has it been tempting for you to add other items to the menu? I mean, have you ever really, because I know some other concepts do that. I mean, but you've kept yours pretty focused. So once again, going back to our vision, we want to become an integral part of every health and fitness journey. And continuously, we are looking at what other products other than smoothie do we believe it's necessary for us to hit our vision. So we, we, we've we been looking at a few different options and actually uh, uh, moving into one of the category that we believe a lot younger generations believe those products is helping their health and fitness journey. So we are looking into a smoothie bowl. Uh-huh. And I, so we are going to test it somewhere soon, very soon. And we'll see whether smoothie bowl will also help us to bring much younger crowd and also will be able to help their health and fitness journey. Mm-hmm. With Yeah. Uh, I almost thought you were going to say energy energy drinks there for a second, but but uh, but I mean smoothie goals goes right into, I mean that follows pretty closely. I mean smoothie smoothie bowls. That's right. Not really that much more. And also, I mean, I'm not that young crowd, but I sometimes rare, I mean, occasionally enjoy smoothie bowl as my breakfast, and I feel good about my choice. No, no, so. But you haven't, you haven't decided. Like, I'm, we're not going to get into lunch. We're not going to start offering sandwiches or coffee. You know, what's funny is like, about one third of our guests they actually uh, 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 consume our products as a meal, mm-hmm. whether it's breakfast or lunch. We we actually sell a lot of our smoothies as a meal on the go, and I believe there are more and more people believe this is a very convenient way to have their meal. Uh, alternative meal, right? Uh, replace as a meal replacement, a- and we see that. So we don't think it's necessary for us to bring the food unless your smoothie is only sugary drink. Then I see that you need to have some sort of sandwiches or food because your smoothie is not going to deliver the daily nutrition that you need. And I believe some of our competitors are trying to bring. Uh, sandwiches into their line because their smoothies are their smoothies are not good enough. But our smoothies are really good enough. When you actually look at the nutrition, you'll be surprised how great our smoothies are. Yeah. Oh, I've had your smoothies before. So I I now back to that growth. So you know you're four times the size now than you were when you bought it. And I find the smoothie your your line of business generally to be fascinating. It's really one of the more underappreciated growth stories, I think, in the restaurant space. Like, if you just look at the broad overall smoothie category over the, really the last, you know, over that particular time period, and even before then, I mean, you the the amount of growth in in that particular sector has been very, very impressive, and I don't think people truly appreciate it enough. What is it, just generally speaking, about it that that has really, you know, driven that growth? I think two things. Obviously, the trend of people just wanted to live healthier uh, is definitely increasing, right? I mean, 
especially after COVID, I believe everyone was thinking of, oh my God, I mean, yeah, I need to really rethink of how I used to live, what I used to eat. And that movement, I do believe it's going to get just stronger and stronger. And number two, I strongly believe also smoothie brands in general are also trying to accommodate their need. I really think in, in 2000s, a lot of QSR brought smoothies into their uh, portfolio. And once again, that didn't really help smoothie industry because they were selling a lot of sugary drinks with artificial things in it, whether it's artificial color. I mean, you, you can see they were not really using real fruits. But then I think now a lot of smoothie brands are realizing that's not what people want. People want smoothie, but when they want smoothie, it should be healthy enough using real fruits and veggie, right? Mm -hmm. And if there are more nutritions in it, people will appreciate. And obviously it has to be delicious. Right. And I think Smoothie King has been in that journey trying to really understand what people truly want. And I think we've been delivering that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a really good point. Remember when McDonald's added smoothies? Everybody <laughs> thought you were going to be dead. Yeah. And not even close. I know. Because, um, I mean, I, I can't even remember the exact year, but it was roughly about that time, I think. It was a few years afterwards. Yep. And blogger places. Yeah. And you've done just fine, I think, since McDonald's added smoothies. So um, what's next for you guys? What um, besides smoothie bowls are you what kind of other things are you thinking about? Well, right now we are redefining our marketing strategy because I'm sure all the things that I talked to you about uh, what we've been doing, probably you are like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. So once again, I don't think we've been really good at telling our story. So we are really trying to find out now we have done all these hard things, right? I mean, changing every ingredient is hard, really hard, yeah, but yeah. We, we did it. So once again, how do we tell our story so that people really know and also understand our brand so that they can start to use our brand to stay on their health and fitness journey? That is our question mark. And we are trying to figure this out. So hopefully in 2022, you will start to hear what our uh, next move is, but it, it's going to be all about this is what we did and we are here to help you. Excellent. Uh, Juan, this was fantastic. Absolutely enjoyed this conversation and, and thanks for joining me this week on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. And that should do it for this week's episode of A Deeper Dive, which was edited, as always, by Kimmy Kazmarek. Artwork by Nico Hines. You may find this and other episodes of the podcast on our website at www.restaurantbusinessonline.com backslash article backslash deeper dash dive. You may also find them on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and other places. I'm Jonathan Mays, your host, podcast producer, and the editor-in-chief of Restaurant Business. Thank you for listening. Are you advertising on Facebook and Google to drive foot traffic to your physical locations? Extend the reach of your online campaigns by leveraging Adentro's database of more than 55 million consumers to target locals visiting businesses like yours. Get in touch today and schedule a demo at adentro.com.